0: beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Thank you for being here. So appreciate you. I'm losing track, but I'm pretty sure we're close to our 400th episode and I just want to say thank you. I'm not sure if we're there. I'm losing track of the days, if I'm being honest. Um, But I know we're in that, that proximity and without the excitement of knowing that you're listening every day and growing. We're over 55 countries now, over a thousand and something cities. I just, I know you're there and I appreciate you being there. And it gives me the strength and the energy to show up every day, even when I'm on vacation, even when I'm on a road trip and recording shows now and truck stop parking lots. Uh, I appreciate you and I am here to whatever message this little book says and whatever's on my heart on that particular day. So thank you. Thank you. So for October 27th, here is what our reading is. William Shakespeare says, the weight of this sad time, we must obey. Speak what we feel, not what we ought to say. Letting others know how we feel is risky. There is a chance they don't care or understand In a 12-step program, however, this is unlikely. We go there to be healed and quickly learn that healing requires us to speak honestly about our pain. When When our peers ask us to share our feelings, they have good reason. They know from personal experience that the most important action in recovery is to talk honestly about what has happened and is happening to us. To maintain a recovery, we need to stay honest with at least one person. Meetings give us a chance to talk honestly about our real selves, maybe for the first time. We soon realize that our fellowship is not standing in judgment, but is hurting along with us and feeling for us. They hear us and offer us love and support. Honesty isn't often easy at first, but it gets easier as we learn how confronting and strength-giving the rewards are. Today, help me be honest with others. Help me share my pain that I may grow through it. Mm-hmm. I think this is a big part of what you guys do for me. You let me be honest and you let me share my experience and my good days and my bad days and my emotions and how I process them and of course how to live my best life. And going back to what I just said about uh thanking you for being here that really helps me and and I honestly I don't do as good of a job going to meetings as I once did. And does that mean I'm not working my recovery? No. It means that I'm trying to put my energy into my 12 step work and that I stay grounded and connected and I also have you guys to do this listening and who I have to be honest with. So I'm a little different. This might sound like I'm not practicing what I preach, But that's kind of my implementation of the same concept. I think that one of the beautiful parts of COVID is that virtual meetings has really, really been embraced in a way it never was before. So Let's say that you're out there listening to my show and it's your first time listening to a podcast about gambling or your first time thinking about am I a gambler or or wondering you know anything about any addiction really if there's a support group for it and you're kind of one of those shy people who knows maybe you've listened to all the episodes and you've you know you're listening and you're digesting and and learning which we talk about learning all the time but maybe you want to be able to speak instead of just listen. With the virtual environment, you can turn your camera off and be essentially as an anonymous as you want to be. Now, I'm only recommending this in the case that you need to, to get over the hurdle to let your voice and your feelings and your emotions and your whatever you need to get out, out. I'm only saying this to do this if being seen or, you know, having that visibility is an issue for you, if that's what's holding you from being able to chat. But if you're okay with that, and knowing that it's, you know, people in the same spot on that call, it's best to show up with your face and be all in and be engaged and and be present. It'll help you and it will help other people if you go into it that way. So that's kind of a blessing. And if, If you're in a part of the world or the country where meetings are opening up again, when you go and you share, speak from the heart, talk about what's on your brain, what's on your mind, what's bugging you, what you did good, what you did bad. I know that shame comes with this. I know that guilt comes with it. I know that embarrassment comes with it. And all of those things, they come from the actions that we did. While we were gambling, not who we're trying to become, but nonetheless, it's really hard sometimes to talk about those feelings. And at least we can know that if we go into one of these safe environments, like a 12-step meeting, that everybody's in the same boat in some context, they're not there to judge. In most cases, if not all, know that bad behavior does not make a bad person, When we're gambling, we're not thinking logically, rationally. We're not thinking kindly, usually, right? It's all about us. It's all about the next bet. Those are kind of the things that are happening when we're gambling. I don't even want to say we're thinking because my brain would race and stuff, but it wasn't like a connected thinking or the gambling was just too powerful. Even as I'm saying, don't go back to the ATM or don't go to the car and get the ATM card or don't do this, don't do that. I might have been thinking of that, but for some reason, I couldn't do that in a lot of cases. So it's good that this reading is reminding us that the meetings are the safe places for when we can start clearing our head and when we can start downloading a little. When our peers ask us to share our feelings, they have a good reason. They know from personal experience that the most important action in recovery is to talk honestly about what has happened and what is happening to us. To maintain our recovery, we need to stay honest with at least one person. I have, I'm pretty passionate about the honesty. You guys know that. I think people who know me know that. I do not like liars. It's one of the most harmful things. And unfortunately, it's pretty much part of being a gambling addict. So if you are really trying to get honest with your recovery and move forward in it, if you're not going to be honest in a group room, I, I'm not sure you'll ever get any value out of it. Like, it's just not worth lying. There's lies of admission, like protecting if, you know, in the middle of a court case or, or whatever. I'm not talking about those that protect, you know, you don't want to get harmed. You know, it's still a group of essentially people with a problem. It's, there's no like legal protection or anything. So you'd want to be safe that way. But everything else, what you're feeling, the hard stuff, the ugly stuff, if you really want to quit gambling or move forward in life or do the next right thing, you have to be honest. Otherwise, there's no point. And oh, by the way, if you are still gambling and going to groups, but you really don't want to quit, you're not at that point, like you're not really ready to make the investment, don't waste your time or others. That was completely the opposite of what we learn in the center. A lot of mottos around, you know, fake it till you make it, keep coming back, you know. And I'll tell you, it'll stick eventually. And and I would imagine that almost every, not everybody, but a majority of people want to go. If everybody had unlimited funds, I'm not sure that they would ever go to GA. It's when things get bad, whether it's funds, money, relationships, Usually, there's a reason. I don't know too many people that are just like, "Oh, let me go check this out." But where I'm going with this is I'm not saying you're not welcome in meetings if you're not ready to quit. and if you don't want to quit, what I'm saying is be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself first, and then maybe you can start being honest with other people in that way. But if you don't if you don't want to quit, it may be more detrimental to you, damage that you do. To yourself along the way, you know, that stress of trying to have almost like two personalities. It's just crazy. Like, why do that? It's not about the people in the room. They're gonna always support you, whether you're, you know, still active or not, as long as you have the desire. That's what I'm saying is figure out if you do have the desire. Do you want to quit? Is it important to you? Are you doing it for you? Are you doing it for someone else? Are you doing it just because of the money? But if you had money, would you still bet? Like those are the questions. And they're hard questions, but you have to ask them. Meetings give us a chance to talk honestly about our real selves, maybe for the first time. You guys know that I'm from the school of something was broken before and we have to fix whatever that was. And if we didn't even know or we didn't know to look for it or it didn't show up or whatever it is, and we've been hiding it, like for me, it was being vulnerable and talking about my real feelings. I never used to do that. So when I started going to group and stuff, it definitely was the first time I was really digging deep and sharing the feelings. Part of the problem was I didn't know what my feelings were because I never allowed myself to feel them. So I had to feel things. I had to explore what the hell they meant and what they were and kind of identify what my feelings were. You know, like, can you distinguish between anger and hurt? I know sometimes for me, I can't, or frustration and anger. I mean, are they always there together? Is it sometimes sadness? Is there grief? Is it worry? What What are these feelings? Even if you can't identify them, if you're in a group of like-minded people, maybe they can help you with that even. You know, when you talk about situations and, and they share their experience, strength, and hope. Now it depends on where you are in the world, in the country, as far as GA meetings go, they're all ran maybe a smidge different. So, you know, feedback may or may not be allowed, but there's always, I can tell you this, there's always going to be a person at that meeting that would love to talk to you before or after or outside of the meeting group if you need that extra love and support in that place. So I think that that's why this reading also says to maintain our recovery, we need to stay honest with at least one person. So it doesn't have to be a broadcast if you're not comfortable with that. I think that's also why they do like in the step work, you have to tell one person in step five, your defects. Oh my God, I just realized I have not done a step 10 still. I lost track of that. I'll have to see if I can get a little research put together here and get access to the workbook I usually work at from home. I honestly didn't think I would be gone this long when I first started. So my apologies, guys. We'll definitely do Step 10. I love Step 10, by the way. It's like really awesome. So I will get that set up and either we'll do it on a couple daily episodes or I think that's really our only option. I'm going to have to do a couple, one or two daily episodes about it so that we can work on it a little bit because we have, I'm 99% sure we have Caleb Kid Coy coming on Friday and he is wow he calls himself metalpreneur he takes us through his his journey and yeah you don't want to miss that so I don't think I can do the step work for Friday even if I got it done I don't want to step on Caleb's show because you guys if you're going to download I want you downloading that but we will get you some step 10 step 10 work I uh, I just love that step. There's something about October I think I like. You know, now my favorite band is Blue October, which I'm not sure that'll ever change. My wedding anniversary was in October. Step 10 is my favorite one, which is October. I don't know. I, I just love October, except for the fact that I have to go back to cold New York <laughs> in October. All right, guys, that's what I got for you for now. I uh, hope that you had a fabulous... Kickstart to the week, right? And uh, we will chat real soon. Thanks.